Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? Glory to God. I am here. I am alive and well, as you can see. And so I decided to do a live YouTube on tonight because I want y'all to see me. And please feel me. See me and feel me and what I am talking about. You may see me looking down because I'm also recording uh, on my podcast the I Am Worth It podcast on tonight, but y'all, like, my soul is, like, really stirred up on tonight because I'm telling y'all, the signs of the time is here. Let me say it again. The signs of the time is here, and we can't get lax. We can't get comfortable. Y'all, I mean, just, like, 10 miles or whatever away from me in another uh, city, people are dying. Young, young people. Okay, I'm talking about young people are dying. And it really grieves my heart because, I don't know, I believe it was last week, a young man that just graduated from college was gunned down. Gunned down. He actually graduated from my alma mater. He was gunned down. Only 20-some years old. Lord have mercy. Lord, on his family. And I'm like, oh my God. The signs of the time is here. The love of many is waxing cold. And then you got the pestilence. COVID-19, y'all, is a pestilence. And I hope they do not block out my YouTube or my podcast. But I'm just stating that COVID-19 is a pestilence. And this is what Jesus said will precede his coming. So why should we be comfortable in our sins? The devil is alive. We better live for the Lord because he is soon to come. Am I living for him just because? No, I love the Lord and I want him to know that I love him. Thank you, Jesus. Now I'm telling y'all and then earthquakes. This is Bible prophecy. Read your Bible folks. Earthquakes. I believe it was in Haiti. Earthquake happened, killed thousand, a thousand plus People, why are we comfortable? Why are we comfortable? Why are we not stirred up? Why are we not trying to get our family saved? Why are we not trying? Why are we not living the life? Because when you live the life, then that means you are trying to get others saved. And sometimes you got to open up your mouth and declare the word of the Lord. Glory to God. We are witnesses. He never told us to shut our mouth and not declare who he is and what he has done in our life. A witness speaks. Now, sometimes a witness speak with their life, most of all. But witnesses speak. You get up on that stand and you go to a, a court hearing and you're a witness. You got to open up your mouth and say what you didn't saw and what have taken, taken place. So we are witnesses. We ought to be declaring what God have done in our life. But y'all, that's my introduction. That's a little bit of my introduction on tonight because Jesus is soon to come. And then, 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 y'all. I'm going to get, I'm going to get to our topic on tonight. It's, are you wise or are you foolish? Are you wise or are you foolish? That your eternal state depends on it. Your internal state depends on whether you are wise or whether you are foolish. And I'm going to open us up with a Bible verse on tonight. Glory to God. Matthew 25, 1 through 13. 
Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, at midnight, woo, there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgin saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. I know you not. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore. For ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Y'all, we all need to take this scripture to heart on tonight. Because I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to lay it out for all of us on tonight. Because I'm like, Lord, Lord, help me to stay ready. So when, when I begin to read and when I begin to speak on tonight, you just ponder in your heart. Because I'm sure pondering in my heart. Are you wise? Or are you foolish? Your eternal state depends on it on tonight. And so these are the, some of the takeaways. Because I know it's probably going to be somebody in the comments maybe. Or you're thinking about it. That oh she didn't say everything that was in this story. No. I'm saying some of the takeaways from this story. From this parable. Number one. Those wise virgins took extra oil in their lamp. They was ready and prepared for the bridegroom, okay? They took extra oil because it was already, I, when I read this, a lot of theologians said like they was already oil like in their vessel that they had. So, you know, they light, their lamp was, their light was burning because of course, now you would just be a, a just playing out just dumb to not have had no oil in your lamp and knew, the, you know, the bridegroom was coming. No, mm-mm, no, no, no. They took extra, the wise virgins took extra oil in their lamp because they was thinking, hey, we got to make sure. I don't know how long the bridegroom going to take. So let me make sure I take some extra because if this, this fire go out, I need to make sure that I got enough. I don't know. I don't want the fire to go out. So every time it's getting dim, I need to make sure I got enough oil so I can keep this lamp burning bright. So th that's why they considered wise. 
because they took extra oil in their lamp. Catch it, extra oil in their lamp. So they was ready and they was prepared for the bridegroom. Now, what can we take from this today? In our day, first of all, to be a virgin. In our day, first of all, to be a virgin, you must be born again. You must be born again of the water and of the spirit. How do I get born again of the water and the spirit? And let me say it before, because we got some goody two-shoe people out here that think that just because they're doing good works and good deeds, that they, they consider the virgin? Uh, absolutely not. If you've never been born again of the water and the spirit, you are not considered like a virgin like as it relates to this type of story. And you're not clean in God's eyes. There's only one righteous. Only one can make us righteous. And that's Jesus Christ. All of us, glory to God, whether or not you never been touched by a man for them, them that might be on him. Because glory to God, to be a virgin, uh, not being touched by a man, that is a wonderful thing. Like that is really wonderful. But even you will go to hell if you have not been born again of the water and of the spirit. So we can't be good in ourselves. So now to be born again of the water and of the spirit, you must repent. Repent means I have a change of heart and mind. I have turned away from sin and I have turned towards God. I do not want to stay in sin. Okay, I want to live for God. I want to please God. I have read in the word that Jesus died for my sins. He died that I may have life and have it more abundantly. So I am turning away from the world. I am turning away from sin. Now I have given my life to the Lord. So that is the change of heart and mind. That's repentance. Okay, next. Now, I'm going to be born again of the water. In order to be born again of the water, you must go down. And when I say go down, you must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. No, no Father, Son, Holy Ghost, because that's not the name. Glory to God. You must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Now, to be born of the Spirit, you must receive the gift. Oh, it's a glorious gift. You must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. How do you know that God has given you the Holy Ghost? You will begin to cry out just like a newborn babe. You will begin to speak in another language that is unknown to you. The Bible says you, you will begin to speak in tongues. Uh, that means you are going to speak, speak in tongues as the spirit give utterance. That means that you can't control your tongue. The spirit have taken over and you begin to speak in another language that you don't know. If you speak in English and you still speaking in English, you haven't received the Holy Ghost yet. The, the evidence that you have received the Holy Ghost and you have been born into the family of God is you will begin to speak in another language that is unknown to you. Glory to God. You can't control it. You can't you can't sit up there and practice the tongue. You sit up there and practice the tongues. Practice. That's not God's tongue. Oh, glory. God will take over your tongue. Glory to God. So that is how you are born of the spirit. So first of all, to be considered like these virgins here, 
you must be born again of the water and of the spirit. Okay, so in order to be wise, you must stay full of the Holy Ghost, full of the Holy Ghost. When Jesus comes back, we must be found full of the Holy Ghost. We must stay holy because it's not enough that you had the newborn baby experience, but then you stop living for God, you stop talking to God, you get lax. No, we must stay in a holy state because how he find us is how we're going to be judged, okay? And if you judge yourself right now through his word, you're going to stay holy and you won't be judged in the end. So we're being judged right now. You don't want to be judged when the second coming of the Lord. You want to judge yourself right now according to the word of God. So we that are doing that are staying holy because we don't know when Jesus is going to come back. We don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. If somebody told you they know, they're a lie. Anyway, we must live to please God and serve him. Live to please God and serve him because it's not about us. And it is and it's not. When I say it's not about us, some things that we want to do. But if it's not pleasing to God, we can't do it. So we got to live to please God. You can't even live to please your family. Because, see, sometimes your family is not going to agree with you being in holiness. They're not going to agree with you living your life for God. So I'm going to try to go on, y'all. I'm trying not to make this long. But you got to live to please God. And at the end of the day, they hopefully they catch on. But if not, you live to please God and serve him wholeheartedly. God don't want no fake stuff. God don't want no, you know, no, we got to serve him with all of our heart. Like, no, we don't, God don't want no half-handed stuff. Because I know if somebody's serving me some food and your presentation of the food you serving me not even good, I don't even want it. I don't want it. Like, I want you to put your all into anything that you do for me. And I know I get it from my Father God. So, I'm telling you, serve God wholeheartedly. If you want to find some scriptures, I promise you there's some scriptures in there to back up that you need to serve God with all your heart. Um, we must be obedient to him and his word. It don't matter what you're talking about. If you say, I'm saying, these are the wise words, so I'm trying to keep this positive. We got to obey him. When he come back, the wise words is going to be found obeying him and his word. All of it. Not just what we want to obey. We're going to be found obeying him and his word. Glory to God. We must put all of our trust and hope in him. We see how the world is turning. Don't turn to these people or don't turn. You turn on the news. Don't, your trust don't need to be in that. We put all of our trust and hope in God because we know he got us. We know he got us. No matter how the world turns, he got us. Don't, don't. And I'm going to get to this part. We must keep the faith. It ain't time for your faith to fail you. If you get sick with COVID, it ain't time for your faith to fail you. If you get sick with cancer, it's not time for your faith to fail you. We must keep our faith in God. If, if whoever walks out of your life, you got to keep your faith in God. And yes, I know. Oh, yeah. It's easier said than done. But we're going to have to get somewhere in God. Because so, when he finds us, he got to find faith in us. We got to be ready when he come. So keep your faith in God. We must stay. This is how you're going to keep it. Because we're going to stay intimate with him. Glory to God. We're going to read the holy word of God. We're going to meditate on the holy word of God. Hallelujah. Because we know that's our relationship with him. We're going to pray glory to God to him. Because that is our relationship with him. We're communicating with him. Because when we communicate with him, we like, we understand why 
I got to go through this. Sometimes he might not even reveal it at that time. Why? But he'll give you the peace that passive all understanding. He will bring comfort to you. So you got to keep your faith in God. Like, hey, again, God got me. He know what I'm going through. He see what I'm going through. It's all part of his divine plan. He always, my father always want what's best for me. So if I'm going through it, it's for his glory. It's going to perfect me. It's going to strengthen me. It's going to establish me. It's going to settle me. So that's what we have to think about on tonight. God is our father and he always want what's best. Keep the faith. Don't lose faith in God. Never lose faith in God, no matter what happened to you. Because some bad things going to happen to us. I'm telling you right now, bad things have happened to me. But it all works together for our good. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Now, lastly, we got, we must stay hot and ready for Jesus. We must stay hot and ready for Jesus. That is my forever level. That that is my husband, and I got to stay hot and ready for him. I promise you, because eternity is longer than just this natural life. When Jesus comes back, we talking about eternity. We talking about forever and ever and ever. So I got to stay hot and ready for Jesus. Uh-uh, that marriage is a marriage that I must make. I must be a part of. And that again, the bride. I'm the bride of Christ along with my fellow sisters in Christ, sisters and brothers in Christ. I got to stay high and ready for Jesus. I'm telling y'all right now. Now, number three. The foolish, the foolish virgins just took enough oil. Just enough. <laughs> I'm going to get to the part about how it applies today. But. In the Bible, those foolish virgins took just enough oil. They didn't have extra. So when a bridegroom came at midnight, they was out. They ran out. They ran out of oil. Don't be foolish. Number four, in our day, the foolish, re the foolish virgins represent the people today, again, excuse me, that says, it don't take all that to be saved. Y'all doing too much. They are the lukewarm crew. They are the lukewarm crew. They do just a bare minimum. Bare minimum for God. They don't spend intimate time with him. I didn't mention that above, but they're they, they not fasting. And I'm not talking about if you can't. I'm talking about they can, but they don't. They're not fasting. They're not praying continually and, and diligently seeking God. They're not reading and meditating on the word to help fix them, to help bring, to help bring growth. They're not coming to church like they should. They're making excuses for why they can't come to church. They're not taking in the preached word of God. Uh, they're not being... And that intimacy, though, that intimacy is when you're away from the church building. So you spend the time. So they're not doing that. They're not spending the necessary time to grow in the Lord and to keep their to stay to in order to stay full of the Holy Ghost. They're not doing those things to keep them full of the Holy Ghost. They spending time with this, that and the other, but they're not giving God his time. So they can hear from him and so they can grow in him. Glory to God. Those are the foolish. They profess. Oh, they talk about it with their mouth. They profess they love God, but actually they love the world because they deny. 
they deny God by their sinful and worldly lifestyles. So forget what you talking about if your lifestyle is sinful and worldly. You don't love God. Because friendship of the world is enmity with God. And I'm not talking about like an actual person. You, you is grasping all the worldly concepts and the worldly values instead of godly values and godly principles. You're living your life by worldly values and worldly principles. It's all the way up here. But God's value and principles, you're not taking it to heart. Those are foolish people. Glory to God. Foolish virgins. They conform to the culture. They conform to the culture instead of being transformed by God. You see what the culture is doing. The culture is doing this. The culture is doing that. So they're trying to bring this mess in the church and say the church need to adjust. No, 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 no. You need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because the church, the church is governed by God. The word and the word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. We don't conform to what the culture is doing. Because the culture, I'm trying to tell you, the culture is a whole mess. The culture is going after everything that makes them happy. It don't matter if it don't make them holy. Now, I told y'all on another podcast before, you can be happy and holy. But if your happiness is taking you out of God, then you need to get rid of that. Like some people might be happy because they living with a man that's not their husband. Uh, it's still, it's still, it's still fornication if you're having sexual relations with them. It's still a sin. I don't care what culture it's talking about. Marriage is still honorable. Marriage is still honorable and fornication, which is having sex with a man or a woman that you're not married to, is still fornication. We're not going to conform to the culture. Homosexuality is still a sin. I love you, man. I love you, woman. But it's still a sin for a man and a man to sleep together and a woman and a woman to sleep together is still a sin. It's still a sin to be effeminate. It's still a sin. We're not going to conform to this culture. It's still a sin to have filthy communication coming out of your mouth. You cursing up a storm, but you call yourself saved. No, no, it's still a sin. And you're not even a little baby in Christ. You've been saved for one year, five, five years, 10 years, and you're still cursing. No, your devil is alive. We grow in the Lord. So no, uh-uh, it's still a sin. We got to call sin what it is. But you're foolish on tonight. You're foolish on tonight when you are conforming to the culture. And what culture says is right. And what culture says is okay. But it goes against what God is saying in his holy word. You conforming. Making yourself fit in with these people. When God said, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive them. Because we got saved people out here talking about, you can get drunk. I don't even, uh uh-uh, no, I don't want the beer. I don't want that because guess what? I don't even want to get close to getting drunk. Because God said, like, do not be full with wine as an excess, but be full of the spirit. But yet we want to point to those scriptures. But we, we X out the part where it say be full of the spirit. Because a lot of them people that want to dip, dab, and, and, and all this stuff in the beer and liquor or whatever, 
Dumb, dumb most of the time is the people that is not full of the spirit. Because if you like, oh, no, I got to stay full of spirit. So I don't want anything that might cause me to sin. That's how I am. I'm like, no, Lord, I love you so much. I got to stay, abstain from even the very appearance of evil. That's the scripture. But we want to avoid all those scriptures because we want to conform with the culture. Or we want to live a worldly lifestyle. Or we want to do what we want to do. We need, don't be foolish because you come, Jesus come back. You can't go in. You ain't going to be a part of the marriage ceremony. It's, it's just that simple. We need to stop doing just enough to say that we are saved. It's a disgust to God. Lukewarm. He said, I spew you out and y'all not taking this serious. I'm like, no, no. Mm-mm. I got to stay on fire. I got to stay high and ready for Jesus. And if somebody got a problem with it too bad, take it up with my lover, my husband, Jesus Christ. I don't care. But we can't be foolish. We can't be foolish on the night. Okay. They go along to get along. Like, ain't no way. Like, that's, a, I got to get to that other part. But you, no. Sin is sin. It's wrong. It's wrong. And listen, I love everybody, but I'm never going to agree with sin. I'm never going to agree with sin. When I was in sin, I knew I was wrong. And I didn't want, I did not want people to agree with me. Hey, listen, I knew I was in this sin. I have three beautiful children. I knew I was a fornicator. I did not want people to or accept that, oh, I'm a fornicator. I thank God for the ones who tried who helped me get out and who was honest with me but i don't uh uh-uh no 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 no. this is ridiculous no 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 no. i'm not going alone to get along people can hate me all they want to but i'm gonna love you to salvation you either gonna hate or love me maybe that hate will turn to love when you figure out i really love you and i want you to be saved so if i ever if i ever say something to you it's because i want you to be saved not because i hate you because i'm trying to point you to jesus the one that can deliver you from your sins but don't be foolish now don't go alone to get along then they put themselves their desires and wants before god like you like you know what I don't got time for the Lord. Mm-mm. I got to do my thing. This is what I want to do. This is what I desire. This is how I want. You ain't even never. You didn't even see God to see. Okay, was well, this the husband I supposed to marry? And oh my Lord, that would be a big dumb mistake if you didn't see God for the husband. But my God, you didn't see. You didn't see God for the job. You didn't see God for nothing. It's like this is what I want to do. And so now you caught up in this whole big mess because you. So now you look your oil, your Holy Ghost. It's low and it's probably about gone because you didn't set yourself up for failure because you didn't see God. You did what you want to do, what you desired to do. And sometimes our desires do not line up to God's will for our life. That's why we got to pray. Don't be foolish. A foolish person just go ahead and choose their husband or, or wife. Just go ahead and choose. Didn't even see God. Didn't even wait for confirmation from the Lord. They just went ahead and chose him. And then they just go ahead and got a job. Go ahead and accepted this position. Go ahead and moved to Zulu or wherever they moved to. And never sought God and what they was doing. That's foolish. Because now, like, you like, the devil just got your mind. So, majority of the time, okay, you not even filled with the Holy Ghost no more. Okay, because now you doing your thing. You, it's not even about God. It's about you. So we got to come back. 
Come back to the Lord. If you foolish on tonight, it's time to be wise. You, If you seeing me or hearing me, you got time to come back on a wise side. If you on a foolish side, don't be foolish now. Because you, uh-uh, Jesus is soon to come. Okay? The, some, they just go to the church building. They go to the church building, may hold positions. They might hold church positions. And I'm talking about it can be a minister, a deacon, a, a, a musician, a missionary, an evangelist, or whatever. They hold church positions. They come to church, but they're not taking in what's being said by the preacher at the church. They don't represent Jesus inside the church building or outside the church building. You be like, no, uh-uh, that's foolish. That's foolish because ain't no way, y'all. I'm telling y'all. I'd be like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. I'm going to go to church all these years and still not make it in the pearly gates. Who was I going to church to impress? Because it sure wasn't God. It was people if I still can't make it in the pearly gates. I don't care about no position. I don't care about no, no, no title if my soul ain't right. So I'm telling y'all that don't be foolish. Don't be up in the church all shouting, praising the Lord, flipping over the benches, speaking in some kind of tongue, doing all this mess, but you can't even live for God inside or outside the church. Because I'm telling y'all right now, people be on Facebook, Instagram, and whatever else inside the church building. You don't even care about why you there to take in, take heed to the word. You ain't even giving God your all while you in the church building. My God. Lord, I'm just telling y'all, I'm stirred up on tonight because I believe, I'm like, Lord, 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 I know you soon to come. And it's stirring me up. I'm like, I got to be right. And, but you, we just got to pray for those foolish ones because there's still a chance for them to be saved. And if, like I said, if you listen to me, it's not, it is not to condemn you. It is so you can be saved and come on over to the wise side. Because I'm telling y'all, I was once foolish, but I was like, oh, no. That was like 10 plus years ago. I was like, no, 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 no. Let me come on the Lord's side, the wise side. Because mm -mm, destruction, damnation is on that foolish side. And I cannot be ready if I'm sitting, no, no, no. Just come to church ain't going to save me. I had enough respect, though, for the Lord not to get in no church position and knew I wasn't right. But these people these days, they don't care. I promise you they don't care. They, they, I mean, they'll sleep around. They'll curse you out. They will be hate. hate. They will hate. And still want to have a church position. I'll be like, now, Lord, you're going to have to bring the fear back in your church because this is ridiculous. This is really ridiculous. But they foolish. They real foolish because they think they're getting by because nothing ain't being said. But God sees all. God knows all. He's given us all a chance, grace and mercy, to get ourselves together. But when we sit up here and we come to his church building with filthy hands, want to touch the things of him and don't want to change then he going to reckon with you. It won't be it won't be up to people. No, God going to reckon with you. So don't be foolish and think you're getting by because nobody gets by. Every man will reap what they sow. So you better come back on a wise side. I'm telling you on the night, come back to the wise side. Okay? They may post about Jesus. He's some foolish people. They may post. I promise you. Is so many people professionally Christians and say making posts about Jesus, GG, but they're not getting themselves. They ain't taking the time to get themselves right because they steady sinning. 
And they know, like they deliberately sinning. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm striving for perfection. Only God can say that I'm perfect, but I'm striving. Like, no, you don't set up deliberate ways like to be in sin. Don't do that. No, 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 no. And you study posting about Jesus? I'd be like, seriously? Look, you need to check yourself. Like, you really need to live for God before you on here posting about Jesus. Because you are denying him in the lifestyle that you live. Who cares what you're talking about on Facebook or any social media platform if your life is dirty, nasty, and you on the devil's side? I don't care what you're talking about. Um... Their life is not totally devoted to him. They make excuses for sin. I get so tired of hearing people saying, I'm only human. And again, I'm not perfect. I'm only human. I'm not perfect. No, God ain't going to accept that. Because when he come to rapture the church, no, you either holy and say he that is holy, let him be holy still. So however God find you, that is how you are going to either inherit eternal life or eternal damnation. That's it on it. It's going, ain't going to be no fussing. Like you can try to talk your way out of stuff now. It won't be no fussing and nothing or cussing. You try to cuss God out, you're going straight to hell. It ain't. It, this is never going to be the day for you to get up in front of God and think you're going to uh, manipulate or, or talk your way out of this thing. Absolutely not. You can use that I'm human thing all you want to know God made a way. He told you to be born again. It's some scriptures that tell you how to keep your vessel clean and holy. It's no excuse. You will have no excuse. That's foolishness to keep making excuses and repeating the same sin over and over again instead of growing in the Lord. Because when I feel it, I figured out, hey, wait a minute now. Look, I keep repeating. Years ago, I was like, oh, no, I keep finding myself in this same sin. Oh, no, ain't no way. I started getting them scriptures that helped me to grow in the Lord. And now I am, I am over that. I'm over that because I submerged myself, as I would say, in the word of God. I fasted. I prayed. I got closer and closer to God like the wise virgins. I got intimate with him. So don't, don't make no excuses for sin. You can grow in the Lord. You can overcome anything. It's no excuse. It's all up to you because we all do what we want to do. People be having some kind of exercise regimens and all these stuff and goals and for this. Goals in your business. Goals on this. But you can't make a goal that I will not be found in this sin. I'm going to devote myself to the Lord. I'm going to be faithful to him. I'm going to do whatever it takes to guard myself, guard my heart, guard my mind. I'm going to do whatever it takes. You can't do whatever it takes with Jesus to stay cold. No, see, that's foolish. That's foolish when you're making excuses for sin instead of growing. Um, they are aware that Jesus will return again at the end. Because they know that Jesus, so many people, oh, Jesus about to come, Jesus going to come. But they ain't changing their life. So they fully aware that Jesus about to come. Um, at the end, God will not know them. Regardless of how much they profess, they know him. So you can say, I know God all you want to. Post about it, sing about it, talk about it. But at the end of the day, God can be like, I don't even know you. You know why? Because you ain't full of his spirit. Because you wasn't found in his will for your life. You're going to say, I don't know you. That is how he did the foolish virgins uh, in that story. Number five. When the bridegroom came, the foolish tried to get oil from the wise ones. But they only had enough for themselves. They didn't give them none of their oil. Because again, they only had enough for themselves. 
So number six, as it relates today, when Jesus returns, if we are not, if we are not found being filled with the Holy Ghost, no saint will be able to give us some of theirs. Like you ain't going to be able to say, sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so, can I have some of your Holy Ghost? No, it's not going to work like that. The saints will only have enough for themselves. No saint will be able to let us in the kingdom of heaven. God, we not, we going to have a new body. Okay. So it, we ain't even going to have, like, be able to think the same way that we was thinking like on earth. Like it's not going to be the same as uh, for us saints. So when it's time, come time for us to judge the world, we're not going to be like, it's not going to be able to, we ain't not going to have that feeling. Like, you know, in Noah's day when he had to lock the door. We, when we judge the saint, judge the sinner man, we not going to have the feelings like to be like, ooh, like I feel so sorry. I don't want to send them to hell. I don't want to send them. Like, we not going to have that feeling. So we can't, we not going to be able to let you in. We are going to be judging with God, the, the, the main righteous judge. And so it's going to be according to your works, whether or not. And I'm not talking about just your goody two shoe works. I'm talking about like you really with your whole heart was serving the Lord, you're going to be judged by the life that you lived on earth. And we're not going to be able to let you in if you lived the unholy life. And if you wasn't ready and you wasn't full of the Holy Ghost, that's just how it's going to be. So that's why we feel for you now. We're like, hey, come on in, come on in. Jesus soon to come. What can I do to help? You know, because I want everybody to be saved. But anyway, we, the saints ain't going to be able to let nobody in heaven. Please note, please note, the same wise ones. I think about Lazarus and the rich man. Lazarus and the rich man. Just think about that when I say this. Please note, the same wise ones they called holier than thou. Or said they are super saved. Or said they are doing too much will be the same ones who they will ask to get them in the heavenly gates at the second coming of the Lord. But it'll be too late. Again, watch your mouth when you're talking about those that's really living righteous and really living safe and doing all they can for the Lord. Watch your mouth. Instead, instead of talking about them, what you should do is be like, you know what? Uh-uh, I'm about to come over to that side. Let me do what that brother doing. Let me do what that sister doing. Because they on fire for God. I, I see that they are they have grown in the Lord. That all of this, like I see these things about them. Let me come on over to the wise side. But don't be foolish and be talking about they doing too much. They holding it out. They super saved. Uh, you need to be super saved because when Jesus come back, I'm telling you right now, you're going to want to have did all you could for him because nobody that had that lukewarm relationship, like you're not going in the pearl gates. You need to just realize that right now it's going to be too late when you talked about the ones that was living righteous. But you thought they was doing too much because you want to have a little party party on the side, a little drinky drinky, a little cursy cursy and thought you was going to heaven. It ain't going to happen like that. We must be holy. We can't have no spot or wrinkle. So you, these people that be lax with their salvation, I'm like, uh-uh, you, you go ahead and do you. Let, let me do me. Because I'm trying to make sure I make it into the kingdom of heaven. So we're going to go on, y'all. 
last point, number seven. As you may notice, both were in groups. That's why who you decide to hang with or be closely associated with is important. I'm going to say it again. As you may notice, both were in groups. That's why who you decide to hang with or be closely associated with is important. If you want to be wise, hang with the wise. If you want to be foolish, go on and hang with the foolish. Like, I do not want to hang with that lukewarm crew. No, I'm a, when I came back to the Lord 10 plus years ago, I was like, mm-mm. I seen the young people playing with God. I seen they wasn't on fire with God. And I was like, Lord, mm-mm. I, wasn't, I seen it, but I was like, I'm not going to pattern my life after that because I really want to live for God. Like, I really love God, and I know he has a purpose for me, and I need to spend some time with him in order for me to stay full of the Holy Ghost and overcome all these temptations coming against me. Because I was, let me see, that was 38. I was in my 20s, yes, when I came back to the Lord. So I was like, no, I know it's going to take some Holy Ghost power to keep me. Glory to God. So I spent some intimate time and still spend intimate time with God. I want to be hot and ready for Jesus. I got to be ready when he come. So it's it's a continual thing. It's a continual, consistent thing. So it's no excuse if you look around and you see everybody playing with the Lord and all that. It's no excuse. You, you focus on you and know that you got to make it into heaven and know that you love God. You love God. You want to live for God. You got to make that decision for yourself and do the necessary work behind the scenes. Like I already mentioned, fasting, praying, reading, meditating on the word, those scriptures that you need to read to help perfect you and help grow you. That's what you need to be reading to help build you up. So I'm telling y'all, don't make no excuses. You see, you see that you are a foolish person and you want to become wise, get with the wise people. Don't make no excuse. Be like, no, I'm still, I'm going to stay with these. I'm going to stay with the foolish ones right here, though. Yeah, don't fall over there. That's foolish. I'm going to stay with them because I'm comfortable with them. They're going to tell me what I want to hear. They're just going to make me comfortable in my sin. You don't tell them that, but that is actually what is happening in your mind because they are making you comfortable in sin. So you just, oh, yeah, I'm just going to stay with these foolish ones because they barely get by. Like, they ain't even, like, mm -mm, they ain't even doing all they can for Christ. Like, they making up excuses. I see, oh, they succeeding naturally oh yes they succeed naturally they got everything that i want but man they spiritual oh oh yeah and they come to church too they come to church too they shout and they praising the lord so they must be holy they must be right you know i'm gonna stay with them and you know good well their life do not match up with what the bible say or even what your preacher is preaching because he a holiness preacher they don't even match up but yet you like oh, i'm gonna hang with these four foolish ones i'm gonna be foolish too i'm gonna hang with the four foolish ones because yeah yeah, they, they, they look like they got it going on in the natural. And even, like I said, in church, they're making a whole scene. They're making a whole scene. But they're not really holy. But I'm going to hang with them because, you know, it's you know it's okay. Because I, I still got some junk in me that I want to do. So, you know what? I'm going to hang with the foolish group. You're foolish. Don't do it. You see yourself. You see that you may have fit one of these um, things I was mentioning. Get over with the wise. They're not going to talk about you. They're going to pray for you. They're going to build you up in the Lord because they want you to be wise. Get with the wise. It's wise to see that they are wise and you want to grow in the Lord. That's wise. But ain't no way that I'm going to stay down and sin or I'm going to stay lukewarm because I got some things in me I still want to do. You're not pleasing to God. You're not pleasing to God. And that's my main thing. I want to be pleasing to God. I want to be pleasing to God. And so... I encourage y'all on tonight. It, it's your choice. 
We can't force, I can't even force my children that's underage to live Christ. It is your choice at the end of the day. It is your choice. Decide on tonight. Do I want to be wise or do I want to be foolish? Do I want to be wise or do I want to be foolish? Because your eternal state depends on it. Jesus is soon to come. And I'm going to end it with this. May we all be ready. May we all be ready for the Lord's return. May we all be ready for the Lord's return. Glory to God. Well, this is Holy Lady T checking out on tonight. And if y'all want to send me a message, uh, you can do that through my um, I Am Worth It podcast if you're listening on there. Um, you please send me a voice message. I love to hear it. Um, if you have any ideas, suggestions, comments, whatever, um, you could also post it on my uh, YouTube channel. Please feel free to reach out to me. I am on Facebook. My personal page is Takia Wally, T I K I A, last name W I L E Y. My uh, Facebook group. I am worth it. I am worth it. Check me out on Facebook and also uh, again my podcast. I am worth it podcast i can also be reached on instagram holy lady t h-o-l-y-l-a-d-y-t and so i would love to hear from you well you all have a blessed night peace out okay that's that glory to god